All right, guys, welcome back. This is the John Hollywood Show, and uh, this is episode number two. Uh, this this episode and the next episode are going to be uh, tied together a little bit more, and uh, I'm pretty excited to get it going. I hope y'all enjoy, and uh, let's get it. Let's get down to business. Alright, I'm going to address this right off the bat uh, before I get going, just because it's, I feel like it's a, it's a huge thing that not only I go through, but um, us as men go through, most men, uh, but guys don't address the things that they're going through, the guys don't really talk about the shit they're going through, and the emotions that they're having, and uh they really don't open up like that to pretty much anybody. And this is kind of my, you know, this is a huge thing for me. This is me opening up a little bit about my story a little bit more of the last, you know, four or five years. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think it's time for for guys to really understand that it's okay to fucking to talk to people about shit and to open up about shit and... Um, don't be so fucking insecure about showing your goddamn emotions. And I know it's really abrasive, but I mean, it's the fucking truth. Uh, let's get into it. So, uh, tail end of 2015, uh, early on 2016, uh, I was going through all kinds of insecurities. I, you know, 2016, physically, mentally, emotionally, I was broken. 2017, physically, mentally, emotionally, I was fucking broken. Um, 2018, I finally had had enough and decided that I need to fucking wake the wake the fuck up. I needed a change. So 2016, uh, 2015, 2016 was about the tail end of my marriage, and uh, I was battling with a lot of um, emotional insecurities, physical insecurities. Uh, I'm, I was in a unit where, you know, it's full of alpha males. My working in the section that I work is full of alpha males and, uh, you know, we got paid to work out and, uh, I was working out, but I still didn't look like I was working out. I was fucking chunky. Um, I'm, I might've been strong, but it wasn't, it wasn't sexy. I didn't look at myself as being sexy. I, you know, I had gone through so many emotional things with my significant other at that time that, uh, I was super insecure about how I looked and how I felt. Um, but it's, it's something that I, I lived and grew through, uh, I was drinking a lot. I was eating okay. I was I wasn't I was my diet wasn't terrible. Um I you know was working night shift and uh I don't know about a lot of you guys that are listening to this but uh night shift is hard on your body and it's hard on your me- yourself mentally and our body is not naturally built to sleep during the day. And when you're getting four hours of sleep 
every fucking day and your days off or Monday, Tuesday, you're, you go through some shit. And on those days off where you, you know, you would like to go out and do some shit you're, you're being told by your significant other that no, you need to be here. You need to do this. I want to go to bed. You should come to bed. It's, you, you know, there's a lot of stuff there and you run into problems that you typically wouldn't have as a normal person. Uh, but you know, it, it was a time where I physically felt broken and mentally felt broken and alone. Um, so throughout 2016, um, it was, you know, separation and, um, exploring my, the dating world again after so many years. Um, and it got to the point where, you know, I was using these dating apps, um, to literally just have a conversation with somebody, um, I live in Texas alone. All my family, um, my blood family is all in other states all over the United States. Uh, my friends, and that which some of them are close enough to be my family, um, live work in the same field as me. So they, they understand a lot of the mental stressors that we deal with. But it's not easy to open up about shit that you're going through alone to these people that may be battling the same fucking things. Um, so, 2000, so 2016 uh, was a kind of a, a rampage year for me. We'll just put it that way. Um, drinking a lot, partying a lot, going out a lot you know, just fucking off, uh, throughout 2016, uh, I ended up in a a toxic relationship from a dating app and, uh, I was still battling insecurities while in that relationship. And, um, I did some things that, you know, I'm not too proud of, but she didn't deserve. And there's a lot of trust issues and, um, on my side and the amount of craziness that I was going through with my ex was fucking wild and uh that carried on into early 2017 and 2017 was you know no better it was just me fucking eating and drinking and going out and every opportunity I had off I'd fucking get home from work have a beer, try and sleep, you know, try and recover from, you know, the, the shift and, you know, mentally I just wasn't there and I wasn't together and I continued to use these dating apps. I I think I had like four different dating apps at once where I was just swiping right, swiping right, swiping right, swiping right, just to try and find somebody to, you know, talk to me, to have a conversation with. And, um, it's embarrassing to even fucking talk about it now. Like the, I, I searched these empty channels to try and have a conversation that 
you know, they all went the same way. Oh, my favorite color is this. Oh, this is what I like to do. Oh, this is what I do for work. This and that. You know, your typical dating bullshit, I, which I didn't have to deal with for almost 10 years. Um, I was doing fucking 8 to 10 eight to ten different conversations at once and trying to like juggle it all and it it's not healthy it's and it carries no substance and it's not stimulating whatsoever and it's it's toxic and I was looking for something out of those conversations that is impossible to reach like I was trying to find someone else when I truly never found myself after my marriage and to go through that and to put other people through that is you know it's it's kind of it's a shame like it's embarrassing and looking back on it I'm like dude I'm not that fucking guy I'm not and I didn't want to be and I didn't want to be but the uh, this insecurities were being pushed down by acknowledgement from the opposite sex and you know getting these empty compliments and getting these you know random slides in my dm on instagram and all this other shit you know it's it was full of of emptiness but when you're battling with yourself mentally and you're not opening up with anybody else and you're not getting this stuff off your chest that you're you're dealing with then you kind of just keep pushing this shit down until it it piles up and it's over your head and then you emotionally break down and you feel alone you feel in a dark place you feel empty you run out you're running out of money like this serial dating shit is not cheap and the serial dating that i was doing which led to you know empty fucking channels was was so inappropriate and not something that I would ever want my my son to do or see or hear about and I know like down the road he's going to hear this podcast and be like what the fuck dad I hope he doesn't say what the fuck but anyways you know where I'm getting to so you know I I was out of shape I was searching for emptiness. I was drinking far too much and drinking isn't free also. And going out and not addressing my feelings and not talking to anybody about my feelings and fighting with my ex on a regular basis and it was just so much and the stressors getting that I was getting from work were were on top of that crazy and then just adding in the fact that you don't sleep when you work night shift so you know it's it's crazy but it's a moment that I look back on now and I am very grateful that I went through it and I'm very grateful that I lived through that and I had the opportunity to grow through that because working nights and juggling and being a full-time dad and and you know still doing all the dadly duties where you know going to baseball coaching baseball um taking care of him after school and working with him on his homework and you know trying to be 
physically and mentally there for him whenever he needed me because he you know he's a growing a growing dude too he's a young man and four years ago he was seven years old so I mean at seven years old that's still a pivotal point in his life and it's you have to be present you have to be there to fucking work your ass off as a dad as a single parent as you know that person that's his role model you have to be there and when I, how am I going to help him if I can't truly help myself? So that was a lot for me to go through. Um, when 2016, 2017 were up, I, you know, 2017, the almost the tail end of 2017, I uh, got off of night shift and got on day shift, which was the best selfish decision I've ever made because night shift worked around my my daily duties. Night shift was, I went to work when he was asleep and I would see him every single day after school. And when I was off from work, um, I had him, I have him still on a regular basis. And uh, I got to the point where I needed to live during the day again. I needed to work during the day again. Not only is it more beneficial for my career going down the road, being able to um, work side by side with these these people that uh, work at you know work day shift, the the chain of command, the um, the other you know normal folks that work day shift. But it's it's for my mental and physical health better for me to sleep uh, at night. And when it came down to um, making that transition to go back to uh, day shift, it was it it was crazy for me because I had been on nights for uh, probably about six years through my career, and over the last three years um I had been on on night shift uh up until about November when I got on days it was kind of like you know uh freedom and it was a, a new life for me it was a new uh it was you know I work from you know six in the morning till 6 p.m and when I get off, I could actually have a social life. And uh, at first, I continue to to like go through the same behavior where um, I would get off of work and be like, oh, shit, it's only six o'clock. Hey, one of you people that I've been holding a conversation with on this dating app, do you want to go do some shit? Do you want to go get a beer? Do you want to go get some pizza? You want to go eat like shit? Because, you know, that was my deal. Like, I would get off, I would be convenient, and fuck it, let's go eat. Uh, so, it me transitioning to days, you know, I continued my party lifestyle, and it, you know, it was not good for me and it was not good for for me financially or mentally or physically and I mean it, my diet was was shit already I worked out all the time I lifted heavy shit all the time my I battle with insecurities in the gym battle with insecurities outside the gym and 
me eating like shit that late only made it so much worse. So, a few months later, um, I kind of reached the very bottom and I hit rock bottom and I went on a trip to Florida to um, meet with my dad and his family my biological father and his um, new his wife and her kids and my grandparents and they're all they all lived out there and I'm still battling with all these things and drinking way too much and um when I got to Florida, uh, it felt like nobody wanted me there. And it was a slap in the face getting there. And this is, this is at like the tail end of, uh, 2017. So, um, I had been spending that entire year fucking off pretty much. And when I get out to Florida, uh, Nobody acknowledges that I'm there for almost the whole fucking first day. And my solution to that disappointment and, and heartbreak was drinking. And the for the duration of the rest of that trip, um, since everybody had a sour-ass fucking attitude the whole time, was me drinking. And it got to the point where I drank so much that... Uh, I wanted to leave early and I got into a screaming match with my biological father in the middle of a fucking gas station parking lot and said some things that, you know, I don't regret, but I do, I'm very disappointed in myself for saying, um, and ever since then, the end of 2017, me and him haven't talked. And we didn't have a good relationship growing up. And we'll go into that uh, on a later date. But we had a very fucked up relationship. And this just made it only worse and ended it for me. And when that the last two days of my trip came up in Florida, uh, I asked my sister to, to just drive me to the airport because... I'd rather be in the airport waiting for my flight almost 24 hours early than be on this fucking island with all these negative-ass motherfuckers. Excuse my language, but that's that's me. That's just how I operate. And uh, it was it was a a moment in history where I needed to open my fucking eyes before I one I seriously get hurt, I lose my job, I lose all of these, uh, relationships and, um, the, this, these people that say they care, but don't act like they care. Um, and kind of ruin or change my life for the worse. Uh, so I needed, I either needed to open my fucking eyes or I needed to, you know, realize that I'm going to destroy my life and my son's life because I'm not in this alone. So a few weeks went by where I went back home, felt alone again. I'm fucking broken 
and uh, I got a random message from uh, someone that I work with, and they said, hey, uh, you need to do this. I'm doing it, and you need to do it, and that was kind of like the eye-opener for me, and that was the, he's right, and I need to do this, but it was the 2018 bodybuilding.com transformation challenge. Uh, I signed up, I took the transformation pictures, I, uh, did my research and I put together, you know, my, uh, my mission and what I need to do to change my life. Uh, and I'm going to go a little bit more into this on the next episode, which I'm excited about, but this, that was the wake the fuck up moment for me. In the beginning of 2018, it was January 22nd, 2018, that I decided I needed to to change my life. And I'm excited for the next episode because hopefully you guys could take a little bit more from the next episode and realize uh, we all go through shit and we all go through stuff that impacts our life and could change our change our life. And it it's hard to feel like we're in it alone, but we're not, and we're never in it alone. And the shit that you're going through right now, someone else may be going through something similar or has, has been through something similar, but we're here for each other and we need to be here for each other. Um, I was ignorant and selfish and chose to not open up to anybody about it while I was going through it. And it made it that much fucking harder. Uh, you, you have to let people in and you need to let people in. And I would love to, to be that person for some of you guys. And if you need it, hit me up. You're not alone. And this, there's a battle out there that, that you're going through that I would be more than, I'd love to crawl into that deep, dark hole with you and do whatever I can to help you get out of there and to learn with you and learn from it and kind of, you know, you're not alone and let you know that you're not alone. But until next time, uh, I hope you'd enjoy this. Uh, please subscribe, like, share, just let me know. Um, give me your feedback and, uh, you know, you guys, Remember, we got this shit. And if you're in doubt, just fucking close your eyes and say it. We got this. I got this. You're not alone. Let's do this.